and welcome to another nameless episode of Bored and Annoyed. Oh, with more reviews. Bored and Annoyed with more reviews. Yeah. They'll never end. That's true. This is the story song that's the song well, that never ends. Unless, I mean, Scorsese's right and that cinema has just died and at some point all we get are like eight Marvel movies a year. That's what cinema becomes. One, false. He's wrong. He's just wrong. Jesus Christ. We can't even like have an intro. You know, one of those like shitty, shitty, like, hey, how's it going, Jackson? You know, we can't do like the shitty like banter. We're just like, get right into it. I'm home at the movies, by the way. And I'm Jackson. And we will be talking about Scorsese's movie today. So I guess that's related. So, yeah. Thank you. Welcome to Bored and Annoyed. Important and the most entertaining news that you will get all day is the movie news with a couple of rabble rousers, Jackson and Helmet the Movie. It's bored and annoyed with the news. So, as far as news, let's just hop into the uh, the the gay Star Wars story, the the Star Wars story about LGBTQ. Yeah, I can't believe I don't understand. Okay, one LGBTQ in Star Wars, great. Who cares? I, I don't care about a gay character being in anything. I have no problems with this. I don't see any reason why anybody should have a problem with this. My thing is, is like, 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 did, I guess it doesn't matter to me, but I guess I'm not the person that might feel excluded. So sure, to that's me, true. it doesn't, it doesn't make, it, to me, it makes absolutely no difference. Who has a problem with this though? I don't see, this is where, okay. I kind of have a problem with making it a thing just because to me at this point, they've gotten so much SJW shit and you're by coming out and making sure that you're out there talking about this. Every time a new fucking star Wars movie comes out, you're almost like, you're, you're egging on the assholes, first of all. Right. And then there's also people who are probably, and not just LGBTQ as a topic, but there's probably people who get annoyed with political or, you know, um, messaging in their movies, which I think that sometimes that makes sense. I'm with I, people that think that sometimes. So. I like it when it's done well, but, but, and, and I think it's different for every person. I think some people will really agree with a message and it might be really heavy handed, but they, sure. they're fine yeah. with it. Um, like I think Snowpiercer is pretty heavy handed, but I, I kind of love the message. So I'm totally cool with it. Right. Okay. Um, But I think that's different for each person, but I tend to be kind of annoyed when you're just kind of like out there, like selling the politics of your movie before right. your movie even comes out. But I'm also like, it's, it's really, it's kind of fucked the world that we live in where it's like, Oh, you mentioned that there are gay people in your movie and it's somehow political. Like, well, my, like my this problem, is winning political well, okay. points with one side and it's pissing off the other. Like, really? So, uh, you know, if we have gay listeners, I would like them to share with me like their thoughts on this, because my thought is that the goal eventually is for you to not like notice. It's just another person in the movie. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. if they're gay or whatever, it's not like, you know, hey. Let's make sure we, you know, the the one I think of is the Star Trek Beyond or whatever it was where Sulu was gay in the movie, like the character oh, of Sulu, right. where it was like, oh, 
he's gay because the actor who played him 50 years ago was gay. I think the reasoning for maybe why it was there was maybe not the most sound, but I, it, it, had, no. it had no bearing on the quality no, of the film. No, but the point is, like, you can you can have, like, gay characters in movies, and I, like, I would assume most people, you know, that especially those who go see something like Star Wars, I would think, uh aren't going to necessarily care. Like they're making it a talking point. Mm. It's almost more powerful if it's not. It's almost more powerful if it's just like, oh, hey, look, this is just normal at this point. It would surprise people when it when it comes out and it's just there. Right. Um, I try. I'm trying to think sort of like. I feel like everything in life is kind of like, okay, so this is a truth. This is a truth. This is the truth. Therefore, we have to do this kind of thing. I think that's kind of maybe what's going on here. So I'm sort of thinking like. Okay, so we think about movies as kind of, at least franchises, maybe like as institutions. And so like Star Wars is kind of an institution. Yes. Um, And it's kind of like, well, maybe, because I do think, you know, like there is there. So that's a truth. Star Wars is an institution. Then there's the idea of people feeling uh, for a long time that maybe traditional media has excluded or ignored them or othered them. So that's also a truth. So I think it's the idea that Disney, uh, in large part, is like, look, we don't want you to think that this institution is ignoring you. Sure. I mean, I I get it. I like it's tough, though. I mean, it, it never comes up in my life ever. I'm not gay. So sure. it doesn't come up in my life. Not many people I know are gay. I mean, well, I think gay you know, people are like three. I think statistically they're like three percent of the right, population. Correct. So that, it's a very that's according small, to polling. But right, yes, right. Well, yeah, and I guess people sure. could you know lie or might still be in the closet. Whatever. Whatever. Right. Um, and and I guess the percent maybe even doesn't matter. I guess I don't know. It's to me, it's just like it's such a small. I think it's more so for people who want to feel good about the fact that they're okay with sure. gay people. Okay. Yeah, right. Maybe that. Yeah, maybe that's it. I don't because know. Because I think that's a much larger percentage of people. Well, it's just funny because I can't imagine like I'm thinking of the original trilogy of Star Wars. Right. And I can't imagine like the George Lucas or the directors of the individual Star Wars movies like going out on these press tours and, you know, talking about how woke their movie is and different you know, time. I mean, well, different for sure. time, but it's like star Wars wasn't about that. It's got a pretty like universal message for everyone. Right. Um, and I, I don't think anybody would have given a shit if in return of the Jedi, there was like a gay character that would have been groundbreaking for the time but, for, for but blockbuster. No, I mean, I'm not saying that like they're making out on screen, but you know, like, I, like I don't think, I don't think uh, like the Beauty and the Beast movie that came out a few years ago. Sure. Uh, what's his name? The little LeFou. LeFou. Okay. So apparently LeFou was gay. Yeah. Right. Nobody could tell. Right. But it was one of the dumbest. Well, Disney got a shit ton of blowback from for, the, from the left and from LGBT. For saying for, he was gay. For saying he was gay. And then one, <laughs> the only gay thing he does is look somewhat happy that a man's dancing with him for like two seconds. Yeah, it was odd, wasn't and, it? So like, I'm wondering you couldn't if it's even another. Tell. But, but why did they go out and like, why did they make sure well, everyone knew that? Well, That's my question, I guess. Right. Well, like I said, I think it's it's like we want the people who are okay with gay people who like gay people who would like to feel good about the fact that they're okay with gay people. We want them to come and see the movie because they're the movie going population. 
I think that's a big part of it. Yeah, but you're also think, you're also annoying people who have no problem whatsoever with gay people who just are sick of shit being shoved in their face. Well, I think I think that's the problem is that shit. I think we're all just a little tired of politics, yeah, right. which will play into a review that we'll be talking about later on. Yeah, and you're right. It's like it shouldn't be a political issue, but it is. It's like really there's certain just because like one team has decided to kind of be I think against like gay marriage, you know, I think honestly, most people I even think on that side these days really don't give a shit what anybody does. Right. But but they but but the other team is pro. So it turns into this. It's just so stupid. It's just just it's just a massive like I think of like this conversation and I like we're trying to dissect it. But it's also like, doesn't it just feel like a waste of time to even like, yes, to like even like. Sure, gay people in Star Wars. I don't. The, yeah, fine. right. Gay aliens. F- who cares? Yeah. I mean, well, they're all. I think the Bothans are all gay. Technically, That's the backstory. Technically, they're all aliens. I suppose. No, nobody's from Earth. Are, yeah, the humans are aliens too. Now, if we had a uh, good old M Knight running the show, I think the third one would end <laughs> up that they all were like, "We're going back to the beginning." We're going home. And then it shows her. <laughs> well, I think what they should do is they should make it so all the huts are gay. That's their new. Oh, oh like, boy. Their new backstory. Right. Wow. Wow. Yeah. They wouldn't make you, you anyone pick, you, mad. You, you pick you pick the ugliest, slothiest. I was just thinking of like worst. it doesn't make any sense. How would the why well, would the huts be? Because he had like slave Leia. He was right. like trying to make out with. So. Right. Well, there was. um. That was it. You bring me back to um, Beauty and the Beast. That was another blowback. Was the fact that it was the most buffoonish of characters ah. in the movie, and his name literally means the fool when translated, ah, and okay. he's the gay character. It's like, yeah, but the actor's gay, right? Is Josh Gad gay? I don't believe so. No, no he no, he's got a kid. Oh well, look at me. Luke, I just thought he was gay. Luke I... Evans is gay. The one who played uh, oh, Gaston. Really? Yeah. Oh, what he's such a handsome fella. He too. is a handsome I mean, fella. Geez. Good for him. <laughs> for being handsome, <laughs> for being handsome, not for being gay. Good for him. Um, He's living his best life. He is good for him. Uh, but yeah, we don't have to talk about the 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 gay issue anymore. Um, I did see that the the actor who's in it, I think he plays like an admiral. He was in that Melissa McCarthy movie that you saw, and I didn't. Sure, the older guy in that. Oh yes, I love him. He, He's great. Uh, apparently the the cast of the new movie got to see it oh and he went on twitter and like i was almost in tears about how awesome he thought it was really which i mean he's in the movie so take it with a grain of salt but he says it's like shocking unexpected blah 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 blah, I blah. Hope it's, i really hope it's good i hope it's really good yeah there's a part of me that's just like you know i'm, st- I'm still not excited well you know what though maybe this will play the opposite effect of the last jedi though where you were excited for the last jedi because right. you like the force awakens and then you were disappointed so maybe you just have no hope whatsoever and it's true it's good and it's, you're just super pumped that it was good uh, that's more than likely what exactly. you just described is what's going to happen. Yes, I would agree. Um I I uh I'm not the hugest JJ Abrams fan, but I can't think of anything I've seen of his that I have disliked. Mm-hmm. That I have said, "Oh, that's bad." Sure. Like they're all entertaining. Yeah. You know what I mean? I would agree with that. Yeah. Um but let's do we uh speaking of entertaining Oh, how about a segue? There's no segue here. Uh, we've got some entertaining <laughs> new trailers. Speaking of entertaining. Yeah, you can do that between every everything. Yeah. yeah, we do have three trailers to talk about. 
Uh, yes. Let's start with Mulan since I just watched that. Now, I've never seen Mulan. Sure. Um, I watched this trailer. It looks fine. Yeah, it uh, looks fine. Uh, it's it it does kind of bother me because I've been watching so many foreign films lately to see like this is uh, this is clearly a uh, an Asian movie. All of the actors are Asian, like, but they're speaking English. But they're speaking English, but they're not like American Asian. They're clearly like from Asia. They have you know an accent. Yeah. It's their second language, yeah. right? So I'm watching it. And I'm like. Yeah, this is kind of taking me out of this trailer. It's, I can't help it. It's it's one of those things where we as adults, like we pick up on that. Right. It's, That's true. It's, it's meant for kids, you know, and it really is meant for uh, kids don't want to read a movie. They just, sure. they just yes. don't. Um, oh, and yeah, most the gritty, adults. The most, gritty R-rated violent Mulan movie. Actually, that would be kind of badass. Why not? Yeah, fuck it. Well, I guess why not would be you want to make money. Right. right. But uh you know what? Japan or not Japan. It's a Chinese. China, right? So China could make one. They could make a rated R one. Sure. They got it for know. cheap. It would probably be one of the best movies of the year <laughs> since apparently they know the best ways to make fucking movie. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think the trailer looks fine. Um, I'm still not happy about the uh, the lack of the music because there is there. There are some good songs in there. Yeah, but at least they're doing something that I mean, this one hopefully will be like more different Yes. From the original oh, than what, any of them, right? It looks it looks wildly different. Sure. I mean, they and took see, out, I've never seen it, so I don't know. They took out uh God, uh Eddie Murphy played uh like the dragon. Oh, did he played like the cartoony dragon? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I guess he was a cartoon. But. Uh <laughs> makes sense much. that he'd be cartoony. Yeah, but uh yeah, they took him uh took his character out, um, put in a witch. I don't know. It looks it looks fine. Yeah, it's colorful. Looks yeah, like neat I mean set it's coming design. out coming out in March. Uh, gonna do strong woman led movie. You know what? Like, yeah. yeah, dude, that's the thing. It's like we're talking about women led movies, and we've got Black Widow coming up next. Yes. But you know, we are getting, and I have no problem with it whatsoever. No. So many female led movies and franchise movies at that, and honestly. It's kind of awesome because I like the fact that we're getting good female characters. Sure. Well, and it's funny because both of these trailers like don't do what the Charlie's Angels trailer did. Right. Like clearly is... this story, like I said, again, third time, I've never seen Mulan, but I'm assuming this is a kind of a feminist type tale about some girl who wants to be a soldier and all the other all the men get to, to go fight and she doesn't really get to. It kind of reminded me of uh, the character in Lord of the Rings. Um uh, oh, Eowyn. 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 Yeah, yes. that's what I that that's what I was thinking and I'm just like, yeah, it's amazing. That doesn't bother me at all. But you'd also don't have her slapping men around at the beginning of the trailer and telling you know. them that they're sexist pigs. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, yeah, cuz I mean, it's the thing is like, you know, no woman, it's it I mean, it's really simple. It's really simple. No woman wants to walk into a movie and have the bimbo be the stereotypical representation of sure. a woman. Yep. No man wants to walk into a movie and have all the male characters seem like assholes and sexists. It's just common sense. Fast and the Furious. Oh, they're not sexist, though, I guess. They're not. I don't know. Those movies are lowest common common denominator. Yeah, they do well. With men. Good good for them. Can't wait good, for the good, next one. In good, space, I good. hear. That's the rumor. Fucking, can we stop? It's actually can we, happening can in we stop? space. <laughs> can we stop talking about it? Let's talk about something better. Let's talk about Black Widow. Yeah. So another one, female-led action movie. It looks fucking awesome. It really Do you does. Know who's directing this? Uh, it's it's a female director. I actually don't know her name. Uh, it's ruined. I don't want to go see it anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it, it looks it looks great. 
uh, yes. Florence Pugh. Yeah, she's like a, her sister, right? And she's so, got a Russian accent, which I don't know if I buy yet, but I know she's British, so I guess I shouldn't buy her American accent. So Yeah, her American accent know? in uh, Midsummer was fantastic. Yeah. I've never seen her play. Or actually, no, in Fighting With My Family, I believe they're British. Yeah, no, yeah. Um, so she's not really a sister. Oh, okay. She's like her sister in. Yeah, the, like they yeah. both did the Black Widow thing. Right. So when he's like family, like when uh, David Harbour comes in, family back together again. They're like families, like the, like in they're gangster, a surrogate family, gangster stories. Like yes, part of the family. Got yeah, it. Okay. exactly. Um, so yeah, I I think it looks great. David Harbour looks great. Um, yeah. Rachel Weiss is just always great. Always a win. Yeah. It looked, um, the action looks good. It action looks, looks very good. like winter soldiery. Yes. Like um, spy, you know, type plot yep, line. Yep. And uh, I think the thing that's got me excited is, uh, well, okay. One, aside I think, from the shillness, aside from the shillness. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing is like, I think everybody before the trailer was kind of like, okay, do we really need this? Like sure. her character is dead. Uh, what, what do we have? And I'm sitting here and I'm like, you know what? This is actually kind of fantastic because this is making the Bucky and uh, and Falcon show. Okay. It's your first foray into the Marvel universe in current times since Endgame. Okay. I Question. mean, we, we had, we had what, Far From Home. Yeah. But that was right after. Well, hold on. Question, though. When does this take place? This takes place in between uh, Civil War and Infinity War. Okay. Um, so she's on the run because of the accords. Okay. Uh, and do we believe that this is the last of Black Widow, or are they going to find a way to bring her back in the regular story? Uh, that's a that's a great question because I think that Marvel would be remiss if they didn't find a way to tie this to uh, uh, the current phase and where they're where they're headed. Right. So I think the way that you do that is Florence Pugh is going to be the new Black Widow in a recurring role in some capacity. I think they're going to bring back Scarlett Johansson, Black Widow. I'd say it's 50-50. I'm going to give it 75. Okay. Um, I, I think <laughs> I think there's a real, I think there's a real shot. I mean, that they and could you do know it. what? People would be annoyed, but I don't fucking care. If it's, if it's, it's fun been and entertaining. It's impact had already set in of her yes. death. I'm fine with it. Well, and we lost shit. Tony and it, it sounds like Robert Downey's done and we lost Cap and it sounds like he's done. Sure. And, uh, you know, I mean, we're lo- and guess what happens all the time in the comics. So long as she doesn't die 10 times and comes back. Right. I'm good. Yeah. A, a death here or there and you come back and it's wobbly wobbly shit, whatever. Well, if this movie makes like, you know, a shit ton of money, too, which I'm assuming it will. And they, and really feasibly, they could just continue to make Black Widow. Here's what happened in between stories. Okay. And I think I'd be fine with it. I mean, if every single one of them, if they, if it was a trilogy where every single one was something that happened in between some of the movies, I think I'd be cool. with it. You know, it. it is tough to bring her back, though, too, because if they brought her back, her main like plot lines all involved like Tony or Captain America. Like that's where she's I guess Hulk had she had the little Hulk relationship. She had a thing. Hulk relationship. Um, I think this is the opportunity where you can actually branch her out and make something new with her. The question okay. is, is where do you take her character? What do you do with her? Yeah. Um, Turn her into Lady John Wick or something. Well, I mean, it's funny because, you know, we had that ballerina scene in John Wick 3. Yes. And uh, this has got the ballerina tie, too. Of course. So, you know, classic spy shit. Talking about spy shit. James Bond. Ooh, now that was pretty good. 
Yeah. That was a good one. Uh, th- I'm blown away by this trailer. I think it looks fucking awesome. It looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, it does. It looks great. Um, uh, I was worried when Daniel Craig said the last one was his last one, because sure. to me, I did not feel like that was a proper send off for no, this version terrible. of the character. I thought it was terrible. It wasn't even and it wasn't even an attempt to end because you like introduced Blofeld yeah. and you turned him into the actual Blofeld at the end of the movie. So he's back. Blofeld, he's in prison or whatever in the trailer. Happy about that. About- Remy Malik is the bad guy in this one. I main. like his mask. Yeah. yeah. Like, if that's him, I it kind of confused me a little bit. I'm pretty sure it's him because he's, he's got, got a sp- weird face thing going on. He's right? got a scarred face, which would make sense okay. for why he wear a yeah. mask. So I'm pumped for that. Yeah. Um, I think that the little banter between the new double O who they put in his place looks fun. Yeah. I and mean, I don't know. It's I don't very know if they're classic. setting up if they're setting up a James Bondless next double O seven. Right. That's fucking weird. I don't know. I'm not for that because I love James Bond, but, I, but think, I think it looks good. I think the way that you make that work is you have to have an engaging character one and you have to sort of continue to deepen the world of James Bond. Sure. Um, if you want to do a James Bond list 007 series. That would be tough. I mean, you've done 25 fucking Bond movies. Right. You know, that's but I mean, a tough I'm always, one I, to I think swallow. everybody has always thought of this new Bond series as its, its own, own series. Yeah, but so. it's still it. It's Bond, though. I mean, it is Bond. It's true, but you still have Q. You still have M. You still have fucking everything's well, Bond. And the, well, you know that's, kind of that, why, that's kind of why I like it, though, is like you've got a foundation sure, okay. for a new character to walk into. I'm not saying I want it. You better but, really like whoever there it is that's, that's the, the other thing. thing well and you have to make them yeah you really have to make them an engaging character and i think the best thing that this bond series has done with daniel craig is he goes through a new thing in every movie and there's a clear arc from beginning he's fucking awesome so, as james bond man. right well he is but he yeah. also changes he's right. not a stagnant character yeah no it's not the serialized type of james bond that it used to be where it's like right. every movie can be watched on its own yes clearly uh Here's another thing that would make me say that they won't have the guts to do that and they won't do it is the fact that it's always an event when there's a new bond. It's true. You know what I mean? So you're you're missing that marketing push because you, right. you, you cast a new bond and it's like, OK, well, we got a new James Bond. Everybody has an opinion. You know, I was actually thinking about everybody was talking about uh, uh, what's his name? The the black dude who they're talking about playing James Bond. Um, Who's that now? Fuck. It was the guy in Thor. Who, oh, like, right. OK. Uh, Idris, Idris Elba. Elba. Yeah. Yeah. He's been yeah rumored for years. So, yeah, yeah. So everybody's like, oh, God, bitching about a black Bond and, you know, whatever. And then I'm like, you know, I was thinking I'm like, there were people bitching about a blonde Bond. Remember yes. That was a thing. Yep. So like people are so well and, and and can we can we be honest he doesn't even look like the bond in the movie or in the in the books No well none bond of the is, bonds really right, like, that's that's yeah, the thing no, is he none looks of them more, did he, Craig looks more like the bond of the books but at this point the books are right have been so but, so so to me it's like how are where are you drawing your line of basis of this is not bond Right well a blonde, blonde bond worked so yeah. How about how about just a good actor with a good story? But it how is funny, that? though, because what what I. OK, so one thing that would lean me against Idris Elba was Daniel Craig, like you had seen him in some stuff. Right. When he, But now Bond, he was like a new experience for you. Like 
Yeah. Cause he was in like, uh, he was in like a movie called cake or something like, a. Yeah. he was in like random little roles here and there, yep. but it was exciting to not know much about the actor. And then you see it and you're like, holy shit, this dude's fucking awesome. Right. right Where right. it's like Idris Alba, we would kind of know what we were getting. It's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, I also think he is kind of spot on for if you're going to do a black bond, he's kind of spot yes. on for that. But there's probably a lot of black dudes who are spot on for a, a bond. That probably. We just don't know. Probably. I mean, yeah. it is the one that's right out in there. They're right. the uh, cultural consciousness. And he's a little older. I feel like he you got to start with I feel a younger like his guy. Win- I feel like his window has probably gone away. But yeah, I mean, it's... Um, I mean, it's uh, if it's a goodbye to Daniel Craig, I would say overall the run has been successful. Um, they have they have a couple stinkers in there, especially yes. Quantum of Solace. That movie is just a fucking disaster. But, yeah. But um. But yeah, I'm I'm gonna it's gonna be bittersweet. I like that. I mean, it is very standard. You know, like old man, old man jokes. Sure. Yeah. You know? His knees are bad yeah. or whatever. Sure. I'm liking I'm liking that, though, because it's new to Bond. Yes. It's very new to Bond. They've been doing this will be the second movie where they're kind of doing that, though. Right. Because Inspector, he kind of had problems, too. Did he? I yeah. can't I can't quite remember. Yeah. He was like on his way out. Right. But yeah, I like the idea that like he's not he went off and got betrayed by this woman or whatever. Sure. Yeah. I Sounds a little Jay- Jason Borney, but you know. Sure. But it looks fucking good. The action looks good. Yeah, action bad looks good. Bad guy looks good. Yep. He and and he's uh he's not a quantum of solace bad guy who's just a normal looking guy. He's got like his Bond villains should all have some deformity or cartoony That's, problem with them. That's the best version of a bond villain it is it is uh yeah i mean that's the thing that makes them fun is is what makes they're they are cartoony they're they're pulpy well and that's what's interesting is that they've done such a good job in the new series of kind of blurring that line where it's realistic enough where it's not so cheesy anymore right but you still had like casino royale the dude bleeds out of his eyes yes and then uh skyfall he had that weird facial problem because he had tried to bite that suicide pill that was fantastic that was i maybe that so far has been my favorite i love the mask though but i'm just big on masks it's a cool mask it's i you know I, I yeah. it kind of looks like the mask. The the new mask looks like the mask on the chick in Suicide Squad, the Asian uh sort of bit, fighter check. A little bit, yeah, definitely. Um but yeah, the, uh I think we talked all three trailers. Yeah. Are so we ready for reviews? We're ready for what are we reviewing first? You go you go there first. Let's okay. Uh uh let's you know what? Let's let's just get the Scorsese thing out of the way. <laughs> so uh, if you'd like to jump ahead to, on this review, go ahead and fast forward an hour and a half. Um, um, yeah, and you we'll know, be halfway done. Yes, right. Uh, I thought it was great. I thought it was a little too long, but it actually like I, as I was watching and I felt like it was too long at the beginning, maybe the first half. But then all of a sudden I was like super engaged in what was happening. And yeah. all of a sudden, it wasn't that big of a problem for me anymore. I, I agree with that. It it's uh, the beginning. Um, I don't even. I, I think the beginning lacks a sense of focus. I think that might be the best way to say it. Well, you also have to watch an eighty-year-old man with a young man's face, like beat up people and it did not look good no i thought there were a couple parts in this with that cgi de-aging that was like yeah i'm not buying this right i you know i right but that aside um you're right it does it picks up uh, it starts becoming more engaging near the end i don't think this is like i don't think this is like 
I don't know if it's at 99% right now or whatever. I don't think this is one of the best movies of the year. I really don't. I do. I um, do. I uh, I can see how people wouldn't, though. Like, I, I'm not going to argue with someone who... For, for me, I enjoyed half of the movie and the other half I thought was okay. So, for me, I'm like... And, and it's not like the, the first half was bad. No. It was just very... It felt very standard Scorsese, and that sounds like that should be like a good See, thing. See, that's why I was happy was because I'm seeing a Scorsese mob right. movie, well, and, and it I, felt like Casino or Goodfellas. Right, but we can, you know. I'll, but I love and finished, I love I, and I love mob movies. I really sure. do. Yeah. Um, and and Godfather, the the uh, the book is actually one of my favorite books of I've all never time. Read it. It's uh, Mario Puzo, man. He like that movie. That movie is great, but honestly, the book is better. Mario, really? It's better. It is. I think okay. it's better. It's well. There's more characters. They had to cut some characters out. Blah blah blah. But anyways, point being, I do enjoy this genre. I enjoy sure. it immensely. I still felt like there's not a whole lot new here at the beginning. It's when we got deeper into the movie when we started getting into, I guess maybe the purpose of the movie and sure. the characters a little bit more. That's when I was like, all right. I'm on board now. They certainly make you very attached to especially the main three characters in the movie. Yes. They do it. He does an excellent job of that. Feels um, like feels like there's a chunk of the movie where you're missing Joe Pesci and you actually miss, miss him. him. Yeah, he's great in this. I think he's my oh favorite my God, character dude. in the movie. Yeah. He's he's still scary, but he's like he's not. Oh, you motherfucker. You know, he's no, not he's fucking subdued. crazy Joe. Yeah, he's not crazy Joe Pesci. But what I appreciated about this that was unique from Goodfellas or Casino, because those are the two I'm going to compare this to. Um, I feel like it feels like one of those two, you know, uh, was that uh, there's a, there's big sections in casinos and Go- Casino and Goodfellas where they're all doing drugs or whatever. They're living the fucking life. You know, mm-hmm. it's like a it's a crazy fucking experience. You know, it's intense, whatever. This is not that kind of movie. Right. This is very poignant conversations, mm-hmm. um, sit down, calm discussions. Uh, there are a few moments where like some funny like, you know, uh generic type mob stuff happens like there's one there's one scene in it where a couple characters are like kind of fighting and their bodyguards are trying to like kind of settle them both down which was fucking great um but but i appreciated that that it wasn't it's almost like it feels like a movie an older wiser person made i don't know that that would be the description i would give it's not as much fun but well, and it's 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 tied into reality. These are things. These are events. These are people that you know. These are people that really existed. These are events that really happened. Sure. We well, uh, according to our narrator, no, I in mean, real not, life, not all of it. I mean, there's right. there's fiction in it for sure. But, there's but de- they're definitely real people. But as far as like the big events. The big events did happen, like well, JFK being killed. Yes, true. Um, the crackdown on the mob after like J- JFK. Yeah, but like you know, we don't actually know who killed. No, uh, no, no. I'm not. Yeah, no, I'm right. not saying that. I'm saying the big events. The okay, big events yeah. actually did happen. Whether or not so and so did, did it, it, right? Got we it. don't know. It made it more interesting. Yes. Um. But uh, the whole JFK thing was pretty neat. It was like, the it whole was, explanation of the mob and how. Like, it was interesting. Yeah, well, it was really good. Well, and, it, and that's the thing is like if you're a little bit and this is like the time of, of American history that I probably know the most about um, this sort of time frame. So I'm like, 
you guys you did a good job pretty good you know? yeah um like i love there really was like this giant fucking bust in like the late 70s early 80s of like basically all of the mob basically right. all of the mafia was taken down and which is why you really don't hear too much about the mob or the mafia now because it basically was essentially Wiped destroyed out. yeah yeah thanks john Gotti. <laughs> <laughs> ruined the future of mob movies because you were out there talking about to talk about talking talk about, about Gotti. <laughs> this movie is everything that that movie wishes I didn't it was think about that uh yeah yeah it was it, that is hilarious to even imagine yep that it's the same genre it is it's, it's un it's unbelievable really yeah, that just blew my mind. Yeah, I well, it was the first thing I thought of. I was like, "This is exactly what Gotti wanted to be." Oh it, my god! It, 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 there was even the narration from the main character over the which. You're right. You're right. It started with Gotti like standing on the bridge. That was so awful. That was so <laughs> awful. He like he's looking at like the fucking bridge, and then he turns around. I'm John Gotti. <laughs> <laughs> this city but yeah i i thought it was excellent um yeah. i mean what do you i mean what do you want to do about spoilers on uh, this? what's I mean, your we, grade i guess uh, i first. guess i would give it probably probably a b i'm gonna give it an a minus okay yeah i think that's fair i um i like the camera work in this oh, there's, yeah, it's there's some, so scorsese there's some very nice there was one where i was like oh that's you're showing off now scorsese the, are you talking about the the oh the spoilers spoilers uh, well, there's. I'll just say the location. They're in a barber shop. Yes, that's where I was going. And the camera Fucking, pans in yes. front of a mirror, and there's no camera there, and it's just you're like, oh. You son of a it's bitch. It's pretty fucking good. And it kind of does this thing where it just sort of wanders. Tracking follows, shot. Yeah, it's, right. this, it's this nice tracking shot. Follows a character. Then it follows two other characters. Then it goes somewhere else. And it's it was uh, it's good. It's yes, good. it was fucking awesome. It reminded me of the Goodfellas tracking shot. Where Absolutely. They go beneath, which is still I, to I this still, day. I think it's one, one of the best. I think yeah. it's probably the greatest tracking shot in history. Just because at that time, what that took versus what it takes sure. now um it's just insane which uh by the way that leads me to did you get a chance to watch one cut of the dead this week no, no? i didn't okay. shit okay. you're gonna be impressed with that okay uh but but anyway um yeah i thought it was great uh spoilers spoilers um fucking de niro in this there's a few scenes where like towards the end Mm-hmm. Where he's sad that he has to kill. Uh, God damn it. How can I not remember the fucking union dude's name? Uh, Hoffa. Jimmy Hoffa. Yeah. Jimmy Hoffa. Where he's like upset about it. Basically, there's a scene where Pesci. Al Pacino. Had... <laughs> yeah. And it's funny because I saw like a comment about he should be up for an Oscar. I'm like, what do you mean? He just yelled. He was he, talk... he, he was good. It was good. I'm not... He should not be up no, for an Oscar. No. He did. His thing, yes. which is I love, I love his thing. Yeah, but let's great. not right. let's not pretend that this was like one of. I mean, come on, in this movie, even like it, like compared to the I other mean, he's, performances he's a, in the I th- movie, I, I actually think he's just as good as everybody else in oh, the movie. Okay, I okay. think. I mean, I think De Niro does do a good job. Um, De Niro, 
had some nice little he had like these Dude. like this semi stutter he had which yes. was new he had moments like i was just gonna say that the scene where pesci like gives him the job oh, to that kill, was good. he was amazing the scene where he has to call jimmy hoffa's wife and he's like stuttering over his words he can't spit it out whatever it is he's trying to say yeah. well that's the Fucking thing is great it that's the thing about the second half is the second half feels like it has stakes and a purpose Sure. The beginning is just kind of standard rise to power shit that we've seen in these mob without, movies. But interestingly, without the fun rise to power stuff, really. Right. Which is I kind of liked. I, I I mean, oh, no, I'm not I'm not saying like that was that bad. aspect bothers you. Right. No, okay. that didn't. It just felt very sort of standard The you're talking about the CGI and how that sort sure. of took you out when when Pesci shows up and he says, hey, kid. Oh, I'm like, yeah. this man break. is like 45. <laughs> no, the worst one was uh, this this shop owner like pushes De Niro's daughter or something yes. early in the movie. And he goes to beat the, the guy's ass. Kind of like, loved that. Th- it looked so bad. It didn't it like, looked like it was embarrassing. It didn't look real. But I liked the I like. And this is the thing I like about Scorsese is he kind of he does things that not a lot of people would think of, or I guess maybe smaller indie guys would think of. But I like the fact you just stuck with one shot. It's one shot the whole time. He, right, but you could have done that and had De Niro just like beat the dude's ass inside and throw him through the window or something. Sure. You and you would have had the same thing in the scene. I mean, it looks like a grandpa. Yes. And he's supposed to be at this point... Well, this is what's tough, too, is like, what age well, how, is he supposed right. to be? 30s? 40s? I, I have no I, 30s? idea. It's a, it's, a, it's a tough time to live, Jackson. Either way, he does not look that old. <laughs> no, he, he looks, looks like an 80-year-old man with well, a young guy's face. We're in our early 30s, and he looked at least 15 years older than us. At the youngest <laughs> in, in the he face. Wa- in the face. And, and yeah, and he looked like an old man, man who needs the body. to take a break in the body. Yes, yes. in the body. The way his looked- pants are hiked up, well, the way, the- you know, even when he's like standing and now we're getting into the de-aging thing which i guess we should talk about because it's It's an aspect of the movie that i think i and that might be another reason why the beginning doesn't work as well is because when they're younger you just don't buy it it's a little distracting because there's this big thing that happens to your body when you get older which is you just start leaning your head forward more like yes and and i'm sitting there and i'm like you know what you can do all you want in the face but the fact that they're like hunched over and they've got old man hunch no 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 45 year old walks like that unless they have fucking back problems now that brings me to the question of do you prefer this or would you rather just hire younger actors to play I really them don't as younger? Know. Yeah, I know I really it's tough don't because know. I did enjoy the performances behind that shit. Like, yes. like when they all meet, like Pesci meets De Niro and, and they're like De Niro gets introduced to, uh, by the way, Ray Romano is awesome. I this. loved him. Yeah. I love, uh, but I love Ray Romano. So do I. I'm a self-professed fan. I don't <laughs> care. Yeah, Ray Romano introduces him to Pesci and all that stuff is great. And I do think if it wasn't, them it wouldn't be as good because part of the event of this movie is you haven't seen these guys together in a movie like this in forever uh i would argue that you haven't seen these guys play characters nearly this good in forever it's been a while yeah so so that's the event so the idea that you would first be introduced to them and they wouldn't be them right is tough you know so and and there is there's The problem is, is I guess 
I do, I love the settings and I do kind of love mafia culture. I love like the honor and, and there's, there's definitely like, you know, machismo there and all of that. That's the whole point, but I kind of love it. And I love like the setting, but it's like, I guess it's a little disappointing to me that I didn't like it more because I do love those. It's kind of like, it's almost like a Christmas movie in that, like, you know exactly what the setting is going to look like in a Christmas movie. And if you love Christmas movies, you're down for that shit. And so I'm down for like the, the mob. The, I'm yeah. down for the mob. I'm down for like those the those, dingy bars. The dingy and... bar or with 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 the wine bottle yes. that's got the candle at the top yes. and the fucking checkered, you know, shit. Uh uh, you know, I'm down for all of that. And the fact that I walked out thinking, well, the second half was pretty damn good. I liked the whole thing. I I did. I it got better as it went, though. It yeah. really did, which honestly, that in and of itself for a movie this long is pretty impressive. It's worth applauding Although, because I did think how am I going to make it through right. this movie. But then I also like I do think and this is another topic is this watched at home. You can pause it. Go take a shit. I didn't want to disrespect it that way, though. Did you watch the whole thing I in one the sitting? Whole thing, one sitting. Oh, wow. I paused well, it. I, I paused it once, but I did watch it. I watched a three and a half hour movie probably over the course of four and a half hours. Or sure. Something. I didn't pause it because I'm sitting here and I'm like, there's an emotional. <sighs> There's an emotional ride that a movie is trying to take you sure. on. And when you pause a movie, even for 10 minutes and get out of it, it 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 takes you a bit to get back in. And I do think that it affects your grade sometimes. But right. you had a you had higher it. grade. Yeah. So. Well, it was kind of fun, too, because it like it really like felt like an event watching it. Like, I, oh, what? Well, th- that's it. I'm going to I've got my day off today. I'm going to <laughs> I sit need down. My day this off. is going to happen. I'm doing this today. So that was neat. Uh, I. I just wish I just wish that he would have cut the beginning a little bit. Okay. You I think, think that he got movie, a little overindulged? I think he did. I think that this movie is I think this movie might go up a full letter grade. It's too in my long. Opinion. I mean, I can't argue if, that. It's if not. it had 20 minutes, half an hour less than what it has now, I think it goes up a it full is letter tough, grade. Though, because there are scenes where like your average person probably would call it boring. But then some of that is like the best stuff in the movie. Like you just get a look at De Niro's face, like feeling well, like sometimes, sick. Sometimes of- they, they want to just put in historic shit for things that are happening. And it's like. Okay, but at some point, it's just gangsters doing gangster shit. And so I'm like, does it like there was there was I don't know, there was one in particular where they were dealing with like some sort of like so and so sells blah, blah, blah. And he needs insurance, which he gets from his son and blah, blah, blah. It does kind of come back later in the movie when the government's investigating Jimmy Hoffa. Yes. But I'm also like. At that time, I could have just dealt with an exposition line of like, oh, he bought it from his son. I, sure. I, I didn't not need like a long thing. I didn't need that scene. And I I don't know. I just I wish I had liked it more, but it, it was still pretty good. I mean, there's some great shit in this. Like I like quite a few scenes that really stuck out to me. Like one was when uh, um, uh, De Niro's trying to convince, trying to explain to Al Pacino that you're going to fucking get killed. I yeah. try. And then he keeps having to go back and forth between these yeah. two people that he respects and yep. say, look, I've had the talk with them. Nobody will listen. And that was classic De Niro. By the, I, I, you know, I, I had the, I, I've told yep. him, I told him, you know, yep. Yep. that shit was fucking great. Pesci in that, all that stuff. Those three guys were great. Uh, there's a little, and I forget the fucking actor's name. I looked him up 
and I forgot it and I don't have my phone on me to check it. But um, the little Italian uh, dude or maybe he's Irish. I don't know. That's another thing is these people are Irish and like I know he's you know, Irish. The, the guy See, he, Jim and Jimmy Hoffa, I think, yes. are Irish. OK, so he gets into a feud with Jimmy Hoffa. This this uh, the the oh, right. Him. Yeah. Yes. The little guy. The is, little as guy. They call him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they, they basically have a couple scenes. One of them, like he shows up late to a meeting. Yeah. And he's got like his shorts on and Jimmy Hoffa. You you never late. Yeah. You got shorts on. So like shit like that to late. me. Shit like that to me is just gold. I, I fucking loved it. The I did ice I, cream part in prison. Yes, yeah, that fucking was awesome. Good. That was good. Well, and he does the whole. I mean, and it's standard stuff. Um, the whole racist thing. You know? Yeah, sure. You know that was that was, and it was good. It yes. was just it was also a little standard. But I loved. I did love that. Like I said, but the that's second how those guys half, probably are oh, because absolutely. that's like their. You know what I mean? Well, so. it's a cultural. It's the whole idea that my culture is better right. than your culture Correct. thing. Um. But yeah, the whole second half is great. I love the scene where they get into the car oh, when he's the, when the fish stuff, the fish scene. And by the way, uh, Fat Damon, as he's called, the Fat Damon, uh, Fat wow. Damon, wow, he's great. I love him. He's I, well, I, I, I feel like a the total dude, asshole here. I like I like the dude who um, who shows up and he's like, "Well, you buy a fish, you don't know what kind of fish it is." Yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. No, then finally he's like. Somebody told me to pick it up, man. I just picked up a fish. <laughs> yeah, the fish thing was great because it's just a fun little thing. But see, that's the kind of shit that they would cut. Right. Like they would make that shorter. No, I don't think that that's no. I you have to have a good editor. That's a great scene and it's filled with tension. That should never be cut. Yeah, but some of the best stuff in a movie like this is that kind of shit. By the way, Jesse Plemons is fat, fat Damon. Okay. Yeah, okay. That's his name. Yeah. No, he's great. I do. I like um, him. A and lot. then I guess we should talk about the daughter, Anna Paquin. Yeah. Um, I thought she was good. My favorite, my favorite singular relationship in the movie, because we've dealt with the idea in mob movies of the family not approving, blah, blah, blah. And, right. we've, and we've even dealt with a mobster with children. We've seen the whole like, oh, my son, he wants to join the mob, blah, 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 blah. Gotti. Um, Gotti. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Uh, and I feel like this particular way of handling a child's the fact that she is virtually silent with her father for most of the movie. She's scared of him. She's yeah. scared of him. Loved it. Yes. Absolutely loved it. And um I And Joe Pesci too. That I was, was great. I, like I was whole. disappointed because I thought for sure that the thing that was going to sort of be like maybe the May I don't know the um the climax of the movie was going to be his daughter confronting him and having sort of a blowout with his daughter, which I guess wouldn't necessarily fit her character because it seemed like she was just like, all right, fine, I'm just done. Well, there's almost a form of that, like a quiet form of that, where she looks at him and says, like, oh, you didn't call her. Why didn't you call yeah. her? And then she's getting more and more sort of desperate right. with with asking uh and i did like i liked that yeah so did i i thought it was awesome too how like she's in love with al pacino's character uh yep. jimmy hoffa but uh P pesci's character she's just scared of she and, knows that what world they're from and guess she picks what up on it and guess what that's real yeah that's i would just, imagine it that's, would be that well i mean you're telling me growing up, you never had a one of your dad's friends kind of creeped you out or maybe. Yeah, it, that's true. That's yeah, that's that's real. That like if you don't like somebody as a kid, you're just 
you don't know how to do deal right. with deal yeah. with it. And that was so real. And I was like, you know what? I've been that kid yeah. around somebody that was my dad's friend or you know relative, whatever. I liked that. I so did I. I thought the whole thing was great with the daughter. Uh, she's getting they're getting flack or Scorsese is because she doesn't have many lines. Mm. Um, that what do you I mean? Real quick, touch on that. What do you think of that? I mean, you know. I get it because it's a movie that is centered around males. I mean, they're I mean, I think you could probably count on. Well, not on one hand, I guess maybe two or three hands, the amount of female lines in the movie or the amount of sort of females that have any sort of real power. They're, they're, they, sure. they don't. And but the problem is, is that that's not inaccurate to the time. Now, I guess you could have maybe restructured your movie, but then you're getting into the redefining the purpose of the movie. So for me, I'm like. It makes sense. Well, and for her character, it made sense. It was so powerful the way it was. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it was so wonderfully done, and it almost makes her a powerful character because she's just... Well, and she she's was, above this shit. She knows what's going on. Yeah. No, you know what I, I loved, mean? I loved the fact that, yeah, from a young age, she knew right. what was going exactly. on. Exactly. And um, and it's funny because that little girl with almost no lines was actually one of my favorite characters I in the movie. I thought she was good. I would agree. I, I fucking thought it was great. Um, Let's see here. How about the uh, the idea that De Niro's asking for forgiveness, but he doesn't really ever admit that he did anything wrong? Like he doesn't that was funny. feel guilt. That was interesting. That was funny. Um, I don't mean like haha funny. Right. It was just kind of like, well, this is an interesting way of. We've never really seen this in a yeah, gangster it was, movie. It was I guess. very strange. It, it and was, I and it makes sense. Also, yeah, character wise, it makes sense. There are a lot of. I'm going to say men, but I. Yeah, fuck it. I'm going to say men. There are lots of men who are stubborn about the choices that they've made in their lives. And there are a lot of men who get so in, wrapped up in sort of their worldview. Well, he, he wants to have it both ways, kind of, right? I yeah. Mean, yeah. Yeah. Well, and he just kind of doesn't see. He's like, this is what life was. I was protecting my family yeah. and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, no. Yeah. There are plenty of people who t- don't have to kill people and they still family is still safe. It's true. Uh, yeah. And I guess, I mean, real quick. Also, the, the assassination scenes were pretty cool in this. Yes. Like when he goes in and pops people, it was just classic mob movie. It like, was, yeah. you know, I there was I some, thought it was that, good. And then again, there was standard mob stuff in there, too, talking about the kind of gun that you want. I'm like, I swear to God. Oh, I've yeah. heard the, in fact, I know maybe... Oh, yeah. When you go into this situation, you, you need this something. kind of gun. Yeah. They call this a lady's gun, but you know, it does the job. And what? And I'm like, yeah, I've seen this before. I feel like I've seen it in a hotel room almost exactly as it was shown in this movie. Exactly. Right. So, you know, I I have problems with it. It's not like cliche it's a, stuff. It's like, not like it's a bad movie. It's no, just it's, it's clearly I mean, I it was just a little disappointing. I was expecting more, especially gonna, for somebody who's talking about the death of cinema. Yeah, well, I thought he knew how to make a great cinematic movie. This was the Roma of it was movies. it was it was fun. It was it was fun for the most part. It was good. Yes. Um. Yeah. I'm, I can't wait till they hire him to do a Marvel movie. It's not never. Can you imagine how awesome that would be, though? Nope. If they hired Martin Scorsese to do a Marvel movie, hey, hey, we don't know how to do it, apparently. Here you go. Like, (laughs) he was a random character that does it. it. Right. He would never do it. Um, (laughs) 
But uh, but yeah, let's let's go on to. I think we should do Knives Out next. Knives Out. So yeah, Knives Out is a Ryan Johnson um quote, who done it quote. I'm gonna say because joint. It's a Ryan Johnson joint. Yeah, and they're calling it a who done it. But uh, but basically disagree. Yeah, I don't think it is. But I we'll, we'll get, get into, into that. that. Yeah. Um, it's basically about this really rich dude with his family and all the family are kind of assholes and he gets killed and it's who did it, who killed him. Right. I mean, that's a good setup for the plot. What were your, I mean, we can't get too far into this without saying spoilers. I don't think, but what were your thoughts on the movie overall? My thoughts is it has a fantastic cast. Um, It's got some really funny bits in it. Um, And and it's shot well. And I like the world and actually like the, characters yes i would agree my problems are with uh uh structure and um a little bit of and people are going to have a problem with the fact that i'm saying this and i'm a liberal dude but the the politics were pretty fucking on the nose See, this is where it's interesting because i feel like i'm usually the one bringing that up on this show and then for some reason in this movie it did not bother me it just it just did it's just and we'll get into it in spoilers. Okay. But for me, I'm like, God damn, dude. Like, I get it. Yeah. Okay. Like, I'm not fucking stupid. Like, I, I felt I felt insulted. Oh, why? Just because they kept bringing up the because the, it certain, was the, the main the main thing of the movie, which I guess is it a spoiler? I guess we just I think I think spoilers. it is. I think okay. it is. Yeah, actually. All right. But I don't know. I would give this like a B. I, I, d- I was giving it a B. I don't think I've seen people say it's one of the best movies of the year. I disagree wholeheartedly. I don't think it's not going to be in my top 10. No, it's not my top 10 either. It was disappointing. I really was wildly excited for How this. How could you not be? It looked I think the trailer is a better time than the movie. Well, because all of the thing, there's pieces in the movie that are amazing, yes. right? That are just super fun. Agreed. Um, all the work with the different actors that are playing these like outlandishly awful people, yeah, like, different types of awful people. They yes. all have like their own personalities and and political leanings, and yeah. but they're all awful, and it's fun to deal with them. Yeah. Uh, but the structure is odd i think that it's the structure very odd is, the structure is the most problematic thing about the movie because there's something that happens about 20 minutes into the movie that deflates nearly all expectations yeah you're just like oh oh i and, thought i thought this was going to be something different than this and there's a part of me that's like hey, you know he, what he deflated expectations i know he 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 subverted expectations that and motherfucker there's, and there's a part of me that says <laughs> you know what there's a time and a goddamn place for subversion of expectations and ryan johnson can't figure I don't it think, out no i don't think i think he just does it because it's a subversion i don't think that he does it because it makes his movies better okay I don't think I think this not being a traditional whodunit makes the movie worse. I would agree because there is less suspense than there was potentially suspense for. And the real problem is, is that. okay? spoilers. Yes. Fuck it. Oh, great. You said what? B. B. I said B. Okay, we're good. The real problem is, is that every character is exactly who they are portrayed as in their first appearance. And there is no switcheroos. There's no, what do you, whoa. Uh, no, everybody is would, exactly who you think they I are. I would say that Daniel Craig's character isn't because he's kind of played up as kind of a buffoon. 
And then I you never, find out that I he was never, actually smart. Never thought he was a buffoon. I thought he was kind of a buffoon. I, I, never, I like I had a blast with the, his character. The, the fact that he the fact that he was putting everything together, the scene where he goes out on the porch. No, that's true. And also there was the fact that he was hitting keys every time to sort of give a cue to the, the detective right. to like, hey, maybe keep persisting on this yeah. particular path. I was like, no, this is a smart guy. Yeah, but he's like a he's like a he's like a PI, like you the type of guy who he's all over it, but but they make you believe that he's not on to what actually happened when he really is. Right. Um but let's just talk. I mean, the elephant of the room is it's not a who done it because you know who killed him twenty minutes into the movie. Yes. Or you think you do, right? I mean, you think you do, so you stop trying to figure out who did it. You 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 know the means, the situation, uh, you know, basically everything right up to the point. And there was a giant part of me that when it's like, oh, she didn't have the, uh, right. the, the, the antidote. I was like, this doesn't make any sense. This is more complicated than it looks like. And somebody tampered with shit. Well, that's my a, problem that's exactly is as a recovering addict, I was like, wait a minute, he'd be dead instantly. And this doesn't make any sense at all. And then it, then uh, the fact that he didn't like, oh, you just shot him with like a fucking lethal dose of morphine. Oh, you have 10 minutes. It didn't right. make any sense. Sure. So then at the end, uh, somebody pointed out that like it still doesn't make sense because she's supposed to be a nurse who would know what happened if she did yeah. get him with the morphine. And it wasn't the morphine. It was it was a it was a cheap trick. Alex, I thought the ending was I didn't. I, like, I would have been had much more fun, like trying to piece together the clues to figure out who did it the whole movie. Mm. Not, oh, I'm just going to assume I know what happens until 15 minutes in the movie sure. are left. Yep. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, that's not what happened. That's that, that's not a whodunit, in my opinion. Well, it wasn't. And and I, I think that's the problem is that this is not it's not a whodunit. And and I think the second <laughs> that that you're like, oh, this is this is now now. Part of, like I said, knowing that knowing that uh, the nurse was capable and that the antidote, the the saving, whatever, sure, the Narcan uh, or whatever, yeah, was yeah. gone. Was was the poor part where I was like, okay, so the real question is, is who did the tampering? And that was sort of my journey sure. throughout the movie. But the second that Chris Evans is around, and like you, you get any sort of like spending time with him, like, no. No, because the, this goddamn movie, you know, it sets it up like really quickly because like the way that the dogs interact with with what's her name. And they're like, oh, dogs are a good judge of characters. And they like, hate and Chris, they, and they Evans. Hate Chris yeah. Evans. I'm like, Jesus Christ. And then they even put it out there with like the dogs are barking at 3 a.m. I'm like, yeah, I fucking put it. To, this is not this Chris, is not surprising. But Chris Evans is great. I loved Everyone, I, I, I loved much. everyone yeah, in this I know, movie. I know. I, I loved every, like we're shitting on it, but it's fun to watch. The characters are. I I love all of them. Yes, and I, I think Anna de Armas is great. Oh, she's great. I I I love literally every character in this. I cannot believe how well they kind of nailed it. Uh, like I said, though, like the problem that I find with it that took me out of it constantly was the fact that he sets up like the political message sure. in that scene with at the fireplace where they're talking about immigrants right and 
and, and, even, and he even kind of does it a little bit earlier on where it's like somebody's like, oh, she's from Paraguay. Ah, oh, she's from right. Uruguay. You know? Yeah. Everybody is all these stupid, entitled Americans. Yes. Like, yeah. Everybody. Yeah. And so I'm like, OK, OK, I sort of see where you were going with this. But then it just keeps going and going and going. And then Chris Evans is like our ancestral home. And then like the, the guy's like, hey, man, he bought it in the 80s, just like, you know, America was taken from sure. the Indians. So it's not our ancestral home. And I'm like, guess what? I, I get it. But you're beating me over the goddamn head with it. And I see, don't I didn't like go that. there with the ancestral home thing. That's I, exactly what he meant. I yeah. Well, that's stupid. I'm that's just dumb. I'm just saying that's exactly uh, what he if meant. If that's what he meant, that's he's he's out he's out there beyond where I can even. Well, and understand. then and then but, and then it's obvious that it's like look yeah, at how it's also like we. That's how the whole concept of like you know they feel like it's theirs. Everything is theirs, and yes. they're entitled to it. Yep. And you know she's the help and whatever. And, and I didn't have a problem with that. And, that like, and, and that's literally the the message of like the movie is that like, oh, we're fine with immigrants being the help. The help right. Yeah, but, but the I, second that the role is reversed and they're the ones who are going to be helping us, how is the 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 ancestral sure. whites? How are we going to deal with that? And I'm like, you know what? I actually kind of like this as a as a question. I actually think that as a movie is more like the interesting. The sequel would be the good. The sequel would be more interesting <laughs> I, uh, and maybe would have more to say. But to me, it's like, it's like, oh, immigrant good and white people bad. And it felt very binary, very obvious. Yeah, but I like the fact that like within this family, there's like bickering because they have like different political leanings. And, you know, they're they're all very different characters. And every one of them is like either using the immigrant as like their, right. their oh, pat themselves on the back per, like yes. type person. Or they you all better... have their use of the immigrant right. character in yes. the movie. So I thought that was actually pretty clever. And I respect to him for kind of doing it that way because he could have easily been like, I mean, I'm assuming he's a liberal guy. I'm assuming. I think it's pretty obvious. Yeah. yeah. So he could have like done a movie where it's, you know, fucking uh, MAGA hat wearing family and they're all just, I'm, you know what I mean? I'm going so, to be, I'm going to be, and this is funny because I tend to, you know, I, I just, I hate. I kind of hate politics in general. Sure. I am left leaning. Sure. I think anybody who knows me personally knows that very well. But my problem is, is that uh, I'm going to go further and actually say that the the MAGA or right leaning people actually were portrayed worse because there is one who's an SJW uh, character because oh, they have the alt right uh, kid and then they have the the SJW kid and the SJW kid is the only one who's crying about what's happening. Um, she's the only one who feels terrible about the fact that she betrayed and lied to, uh, her friend. Um, well, that's fine, but you still have that, that side of the family has been milking this guy out of cash and it's sure. completely contrary to what their belief system right. is supposed I, I think, to be. I think the idea is that they're well-meaning. But yes, it's, the Nazi jerking off in the bathroom for two hours or whatever that yeah. line was, that's a little bit harsher. I would agree. A goddamn though, when when Chris Evans shows up and it's just that eat shit, eat yeah, definitely great. eat shit. I could not believe just it's just like you introduce a new character and they instantly fit in and they instantly yes. add something new to the scene and it's fantastic. Michael Shannon was great. Michael Shannon was yeah, great. I, I I just love all of the characters. Yes. Uh it's the the it kid, Bill Bill yes, from It he's great. Now, 
Well, but he didn't have much to he do. But when he do. did have but his two yes. lines, they were like, anchor baby or whatever. It was <laughs> fucking hilarious. Yeah. Was, I thought it was great. He was really yeah, he was he was funny. But um but yeah, overall we were disappointed because we I were was, expecting I, a great, great movie, well, right? It's it's one of these things where, you know, and, and guess what? He should be just livid because people love his movie it's like at 97 percent. i thought we were supposed to all walk out and you didn't do a good job ryan ruin ruin johnson ruin johnson yeah ruin another movie i, I feel like he ruined his own premise i've seen three I've, movies of his mm-hmm. i would still say that my favorite one is looper i would definitely agree yeah. So i would wholeheartedly agree because i don't think that there's any sort of obsession with uh, subverting expectations there it's just a creative fun it's movie. just a creative fun movie um yeah this this just this had potential and i just feel like um i don't know i just i'm disappointed he ruined it i really thought he was gonna do i i but, really but we, you know what's funny though we gave it b's so this would be a recommendation right? it would it would yeah. be i think most people I don't think anybody's going to be as harsh on it as I am. I think most people are going to walk walk out, and I think most people will say it's one of the best movies of the year. No, I think I I've seen. You think so? I've seen a lot of people saying that. What is? Online. I'm sorry, but what the fuck is that? These what did the Last Jedi had like a 95, 97 percent or something on Rotten Tomatoes? Sure. I don't. Fu- I'm sorry. They're from different planets than me. Sure. As, on this one too, right? If that's the case, because I don't get it. Like in the last month, we have seen fucking yeah. like some of the best movies I can remember in a long time, whether it be Taika's movie or, sure. or Parasite or or fucking even the lighthouse, if like if that's your kind of thing. This is so much more of a uh a Ford generic feeling for V Ferrari is way better than this. Yeah. Yes. And yes, it's a little formulaic, but guess what? It hits everything it's, it's trying to hit it's well fucking great yeah it doesn't take the whodunit formula and it just i just change like, you know i just i look at ryan johnson and i'm like you're the epitome of what south park did with the people smelling their farts do you think he's just a troll I think, he's I like think, a living troll i yeah. think he think no i think he thinks he's some sort of goddamn genius okay he's not no, i don't think no i'm sorry it it was just it's just i'm sorry it's sophomoric it's so basic your point was so basic and heavy-handed i'm sorry and guess what i might even be inclined to agree with you doesn't change the fact that it was basic and i understood well, it. well that's you know that's funny too because i think probably most people would agree with him um i don't know i there's not much there's not much like nuance to the message. He doesn't get into the details, the hard questions about this. That's the other thing. You know thing what I'm too. saying? It's that's, all it's all the easy shit. That's that the you other, can that's, make. That's the other on. thing too. That's yeah. the other thing is I'm like, you don't deal with anything in in complexity. It's right. just, uh, 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 you know, and they kind of deal with that point of like, well, if it was the Swedish coming in in their clogs, yeah, right. and it's like he just he does that. He deals with the fact that it's just brown <laughs> versus versus white, and I'm like, you know what, Ryan, I get it, but you're you're just being basic. Yeah, it's true. Just overrated movie. I would agree, but it was pretty good. Now something that's. <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was pretty, yeah, it was fucking hell. It's pretty good. Those goddamn, he knows how to write fucking characters. I'll, I'll yeah. give him that. Well, he needs somebody to fucking 
help him with a fucking structure and somebody to say, hey. I think Luke Skywalker would disagree. Okay, okay, okay. Well, he didn't own that character. <laughs> and that character was the physical embodiment of, hey, you think this is going to happen? <laughs> Fuck you. But yeah, so what do we have? What else do we have? We well, have something I mean, else. We're talking about something that uh, defies uh, expectations. Okay. Another another Mr. Rogers movie. Oh, yes. Duh. I was and sitting here waiting for you. I forgot. Fucking great. It's okay. I fucking I knew I was going to disappoint you here. I, I I knew you weren't. I knew you were when you walked out and you didn't text me that it was amazing. Yeah, you're sitting there. That motherfucker. I knew it. I knew <laughs> I thought it was okay. It was okay. I, I it's a loved B it. to me. I loved it. Oh, see, I, I felt like I it. could easily see this as the Christmas lifetime movie of the week. I mean, thing. it's it's so it is it's schmaltzy. Very. It's saccharine. Yes. I don't care. Love Chris Cooper, by the way. Oh, he was He great. needs to be the asshole. And every time someone casts a prick, he has to play that, the prick. Well, I mean, that was kind of my favorite thing is I was like, you know what? They're doing like this great job of sort of creating this. Um, Like he felt like he was out of the 80s which or, yeah. or, or 90s, no, I guess right. this I took gotcha. place. Right. Um, and I'm like, I love, I love that. And I love the integration of, of, uh, Mr. Rogers show into the movie itself. That was kind of neat. Yeah, the the intro and stuff. That was pretty good. It's Did tough. Not... You know what's tough is I can't get past Tom Hanks being Tom Hanks in this. I hmm. just I'm not seeing Mr. Rogers. I'm I, seeing I Tom agree. Hanks. I agree. I was still okay with it because I was like, you know what? If there's one person that's close to as wholesome as Mr. Rogers. I do love Tom. Hanks. It's Tom Hanks. But uh, yeah, I thought it was like good. I thought it was good. Like, don't get me wrong. I what. I think part of the problem is after seeing the documentary they made last year. Well, that was great. I was going in expecting to be like, and I don't like shook, shook by this. And I don't think it's as good as that. No. Well, that was just, that was a powerful fucking. Oh, it destroys you. Yeah. It destroys you. This, this, um, it did. It got me, it got me in in my heart. It almost got me. Yeah. It almost made me, made me cry. I did love the stuff. Just the idea that like, he does not believe that this man could have actually been this good because yes. you talk to people. And, and and I like the fact that Mr. Rogers is fucking weird. Yeah. He's a weird dude. Yeah. Like you can't watch this and be like, okay, this guy's a little odd. You can't not feel that way. Right. Um, and they didn't try to like make him seem more normal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this was who he was apparently. Yeah. And it's crazy. Um, I think the actor uh, fucking the guy from the Americans is great. I really think he's a good actor, the main character of the movie. Oh yeah, no, he's um, he's great. Yeah. Uh and I think the the girl from the the lady from This Is Us who plays his wife is great. Um I thought it was really good. I didn't think it was amazing. It's I'm assuming this is another top 10 contender for you. Uh probably not i just really enjoyed the hell out of it matthew reese is the uh sure yeah no he was great he was great um and i i um i feel like i don't know it's got a great message it got yeah it just no it's not going to be in the top 10 it's it's because the main reason that it's such a high grade from me i think i'll give it like i don't know i think i'm giving it like an a minus okay I think I we didn't do grades, right? I did a B. I said okay. B. It's a okay. B movie. Did I say A or no? I don't. I didn't give a grade, so I'm giving an A minus. Okay. Um, maybe I did. I don't no, know. I think I think this was your grade. Okay. So it surprised me. 
Okay. I did not expect it to be. It's not really as, a Mr. Rogers movie. No, it's it's the other guy's movie. Right. That was that was surprising. And and like I said, the inclusion of the show and the way that they did it was very creative. Um, and I sort of was walking in just expecting like, you know, a, a standard interview movie, you know, see our biopic yes. uh, discussion from a few months back. Right. Yeah. Right. That, I was expecting like a standard typical biopic. And, and this is a creative way of doing a biopic. Right. I yes. was I was kind of I was floored by that. It is interesting that you're watching kind of a biopic about that guy who wrote the article yes. versus watching one about Mr. Rogers. And it, and it's brilliant because um, that guy has an arc. Rogers doesn't. Yes. Well, and it's brilliant because this is supposed to kind of, it points out the effect that Mr. Rogers had on the kids that he was doing his television show every day for. Right. Yes. And what was missing from this guy's life as he kind of fought that con those concepts, you yes. know? So, well, and it was the idea that, you know what, if you maybe didn't have a father figure or if you didn't have maybe a steady parental figure in your life, these things are still poignant to you as an adult. Yeah, and, I would agree. And I think that um, I think that the way that it deals with father son relationships, I think is pretty good, too. My favorite shit in the movie was him and Chris Cooper at the, like, the beginning, the scene at the wedding. Oh, fantastic. And then when he comes over to the house and like, yes. it's really fucking good. Yeah, I, I, it was really good. Well, yeah, when he comes in and he's just yelling like, you know, they say you go out peacefully. No, mom screamed. Yeah. Well, I was like, wow. Well, and the idea that like you're watching this and in a in a lesser movie, um, you'd have that feeling of like, oh, yeah, this dad's a piece of shit. But it's like, guess what? We're all pieces of shit. Sometimes mm. people are fallible and it's not like you just hate the motherfucker like yourself. Like you don't like him. You don't like him. But as but the he's movie... trying, they, they make it clear that he's trying. Yes. Right. Which goes I a mean, long way. Yes. Um, And I. I do. I love sort of that first conversation between Rogers and the interviewer where it's just kind of like this when he tells him that it, he got into a fight with his father and he goes, oh, no. <laughs> and it's just this. It's He's so taken aback by this is yes. reality. And I just I was I was, you know, it's just one of those things that just makes you miss him as a human being. Yeah. Well, it's funny because I wish that I would have realized how. You know, when you're a kid, it's you don't realize what you have. Right. And Mr. Rogers is one of those things where it's like, uh, I forgot who said it, but somebody maybe maybe it was the article because I read a, a chunk of the actual article that he was writing in the movie when I got home. But somewhere somebody said or maybe it was in the movie. Somebody said to kids, he sounds like an adult to adults. He sounds like a kid. Right. Yes, yeah. And that's very true. Yeah. And it's like you don't realize when you watch Mr. Rogers as a kid, like the thing, like i don't remember ever thinking like oh my god i'm learning about death or whatever right right i don't remember ever consciously thinking that right well and the fact that he covered death and divorce on a kid's yeah. show that's kind of mind-boggling guess what kids have to deal with that shit too yeah well i love that yeah. i love that and i love um and you say he sounds like a a child and he he kind of does but it's also he speaks these sort of universal truths like when the guy sort of starts watching all of these interviews from Rogers once he's kind of like, sure, I can't fucking believe this guy is real. You know, he starts just diving in. Yeah. And he's on, I think, Oprah talking about raising children and stuff. And I'm just like, this guy, this guy's <laughs> fucking smart, actually. Like oh, yeah. He, he, he had some 
real guiding truths that helped him live a truly important life. And that's, I, I don't know. It's just one of those things like we don't see people like him. And I think my favorite thing maybe was the ending where they actually humanize him to the point where when everybody leaves set, he kind of does that thing that he talks about when he gets mad yes. where he just hits all the lower yes. keys. I'm like, see, he's a fucking human. That's right. And they, they made sure to make that be a weird point. way to deal with being mad. But it's, it, Yep. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I mean, some people go uh, and punch a punch a bag. Yeah, that's you know? true. You just go play the lowest keys on the key on the on the piano. Boom. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, what a what, it's crazy. It's crazy that he was a real person. Yeah, it's so, crazy uh, that him and Trump were from the same political uh, 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 party. That's <laughs> mind boggling. Even though uh, Trump just puts on whatever political party he needed to. to oh God, there's been <laughs> but isn't so that mind, much. Isn't that politics. crazy to think of though? Like. You you can't even imagine that that Mr. Rogers like I would I would feel like it would just make him sick today to turn on the news. Oh sure, you know what I mean. Like I can't even. And I think that's I can't a part even of it. imagine. He must have. He must like. It's kind of sad to think of what he thought the world was going to uh, towards the end when we had the twenty four hour news cycle and all yeah. that shit. Because TV wasn't four channels anymore, and one of them with Mister Rogers, it was not. It's now this. You know, kids can turn on TBS and watch Die Hard with. Yes, you know what I, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. I yeah. Well, it is. It, there's a certain amount of nostalgia with the movie too, because sure. you're there is a longing for a better time, and Rogers absolutely encapsulates that. Yes, I would agree, and so. it was ni- nice to see like the puppets and stuff and. Mm. Oh, you want to see King my Friday the Thirteenth? Yes, oh, Danny, man. little Danny. Yep. Sometimes Danny's a little shy. Danny's a weirdo too. Yes. Oh yeah, he is Mister Rogers. That's right. Yep. But yeah. Uh, so yeah, you're an A minus. I'm a B. I'm a re- I'm a high recommendation. So we have three recommendations today. Yes, all three. Yeah, all three. Yeah. So I mean, how spoiled are we? Where everything was a B or better, and I'm like. Yeah, that Knives Out, what a shit movie, B. I don't think I've been more upset with a B movie. He's probably not, it's probably not going to be the last time he does that to you, judging by his style. I just wish he would fucking stop. Just fucking embrace the goddamn (laughs) genre that you're in. You can do little tweaks. You can do little tweaks. That's what makes your story interesting. But fucking this whole, it's not what you think it is. Shit we watched. Shit we watched. Whoa. Shit we watched. So I uh, I watched a couple things. I watched, I continued the bong streak. Uh, getting uh, no, on that I did bong. not hit the bong. Uh, don't let him don't let him lie to you even though i hope you insert a bong hit sound effect right after the bong streak thing but uh um anyways uh yeah so i watched the host the monster yes. movie you haven't seen this i have right? not seen this one yet holy fuck dude it's fucking great it's great i'm not surprised it's fucking amazing like absolutely amazing i loved it okay loved it a, so, a, it's an a, just solid A. A, I'm giving it an A. Yeah. You know, the beginning of the movie, it's tough because it, he made it for cheap and there's a big giant monster. It's a monster movie and the monster doesn't look great. But then about 10 minutes in, you realize, oh yeah, this is a bong movie 
who cares what the monster looks like? It's about the characters and the themes, right? Yes. And it fucking is, um, I can't believe I hadn't seen it. It's that good. Mm. It's got the main character is the dad in Parasite. Oh, I like him. And he plays kind of a dumb, like bumbling character. What have I seen him in? I've seen him in something else before Parasite. Oh, and you know who else is in this? Who? Uh, The Asian chick who was in uh, the Wachowski Brothers movie, the one that goes like in all the time periods. Um, Ah, fuck. With with Tom Hanks. Cloud Atlas. Cloud Atlas. She's the robot time period, like in the future. Okay. That chick. The true, true. (laughs) The true, true. <laughs> I like that movie. Sue me. Um, but uh it's it's about a family mm-hmm. and there's a giant monster and it affects this family. You had me a giant monster. Yeah. <laughs> and uh and basically the Korean government, what they do to combat this, and the American government and kind of their interference mm-hmm. in so it's it's a fucking brilliant. It's another like brilliant thematic masterpiece. It's a masterpiece. It's, it's amazing. A mas- it's a it's fucking amazing. Dude, I'm telling you, it's it's my second favorite Bong movie now. Wow. I think. I think I liked it better than Snowpiercer. Okay. I, I, I loved this. And I haven't seen Snowpiercer in a while, so I'm going to go back and watch that again. And I'm sure I'll come back on the show and sound like an asshole hyperbole monster. <laughs> but, but dude. I mean, you, you're probably not surprised that it's great. No, you probably I'm not. would expect no, it to be. No, great. I, I have, I have, I have loved everything <laughs> that I have seen him make. I, I cannot believe, like I, to me, to think like there's something that could be as good or better than like Okja and Snowpiercer and Parasite is. There's nothing he's made that isn't like arguably that that one couldn't, depending on their own tastes think is his best movie they're right. all that good yeah uh mother do, was good i do love his his range too i really do yeah this one is like a cheesy monster movie and it i fucking love it turns into this like you know what fucking See, brilliant goddamn movie this is how these this is how these goddamn uh i i think this is how directors should do it is go from genre pick a genre that you love you got an idea that's like a slight tweak sure. on it Go and do that. I mean, the fact that he's covered the gamut of what he's done so far, that's impressive as fuck. I, I just, yeah, because the host, I have, I think there's one or two before the host, but I think the host was his, like, it that was, was yeah. his coming up. And the host is a monster movie. Mother is like a weird, like, uh, um, uh, kind of a... Um, it's about a, a mother who's trying to get her son out yeah. of trouble because he's like mentally ill. So it's a drama kind of mystery type thing. Sure. Uh, Snowpiercer's like a sci-fi action movie. Yep. Uh, Okja is a fucking like I think it's uh, satire, a comedic satire, right? It's a comedic satire that's also a boy and his dog movie. Sure. Yes. And then Parasite. I don't. I, Parasite's fucking. It's a psychological thriller. It's the weirdest thing. It's a a psychological thriller that's also a comedy. And a horror movie. And a horror movie. And a fucking, it's, yeah. So he's, he's at the, I'm with you. I'm, I'm sold. He's top three for me. Of all time? Right now. Current, current current directors? Yeah, he's up there with like Denis, I would say. He's up there with Denis and Taika, I would say. Yeah, he's fucking amazing. And this just made him wait, like, 
I'm, you know, it's dude, really funny dude, to me. I mean, eventually we'll have to just t- do a fucking episode on this movie because this sure. is a fun one. Okay. This is a fun movie. Sure. You're, you're you're it's intense because you realize about 15, 20 minutes into it. that I love every fucking character in this. Uh-huh. God, is it good? I um. eventually we're going to have to do and this will be some point in the future. We're going to have to do some sort of like top five working directors. Okay. Because I, I am I am shocked that so I, I would say like ten years ago I was just in love with Christopher Nolan. Okay. I was like, I wanna be the next Christopher Nolan. This guy is fucking amazing. And then like in the last in the subsequent ten years after the last couple movies. I've been sitting well, yeah. Well three. Last right? like three movies, yeah. last maybe even four. I don't think that the Dark Knight Rises is all that great. That would be well. Hold on. That was the, the beginning of the downfall. The Dark for me. Knight Rises, Interstellar, uh, the War War movie, the War movie, and then Dunkirk. That's it. Dunkirk. That's, the last one. that's right. Oh, and then the fact that his trailer for the last movie looks terrible. I think it looks good. Time for a new protagonist. Right. It's gonna be great. He's black. It's, it's different. <laughs> <laughs> My movie is totally different now. Hey, when is he going to do an interview? You know, I don't want to give anything away, but we're going to have a black protagonist <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> that's what the goddamn trailer was. Yeah. That Guys, was his interview. Be, yeah, that's like in the last Jedi or the, the the Rise of Skywalker movie. There's like some dude blowing another dude in the background. J.J. Abrams comes out and goes, hey. Not going to give anything away. Oh, my God. There's some LGBTQ in this movie. He comes out, stops the movie, <laughs> breaks the fourth wall, and tells you. Tells well, no, you he goes, as, no, he as goes it's on happening. like Good Morning America after oh, okay. everyone's seen the trailer. Oh, okay. And he's like, guys. Guys. Listen, you know, no spoilers. <laughs> but, yeah, never mind. Uh, but, no. Uh, yeah. So, what are we talking about? Oh, we need a director's episode? Well, eventually. Okay. Eventually. Uh, we're we still should in- do, like, director's spotlight episodes we're still in shit we watched yes what'd you uh, watch uh i i tried to watch captain marvel and i fell asleep okay um but the parts that i was awake for were exactly what i thought with my first it review didn't, it didn't increase it didn't, and it didn't increase it didn't decrease it stayed right at that c plus that mediocre marvel it's, it's, movie it's spot. fine okay. it's fine uh i watched um about 75 to 80 percent of the sandlot the other night oh you didn't even finish it i no, i started it late it was on tv so i turned it on um pretty pretty fun uh you know i i jokingly posted something on facebook like to kind of troll people that it was terrible sure um that was a joke but in all honesty it's just not very good and I hate to be that guy, but 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 I think honestly, it's that kids' movies and entertainment have gotten so much better in the last ten to fifteen years. I would say since Shrek, I would say that that was the that was the movie that. Well, changed I mean, it. but you're also talking about a time period where we had Aladdin, we had Beauty and the Beast. That's true. That's um, true. I think that live action children's movies have gotten better because they have decided, well, one, we don't they're, see almost, like, they're almost non-existent. So yeah, it's kind of tough. And we also don't see the bad ones, do we? Like no. we're not seeing Spy Kids or whatever. That's true. Spy you know what kids. I mean? You want to talk about fucking terrible. Is spy it bad? Spy I've never seen it. fucking terrible. Or Monster Trucks or whatever, like that last one with oh, the Monster right. yeah. Trucks. Yeah. Right. yeah. So I guess those still exist. So maybe I'm just wrong, but I'm watching it and I'm like, 
Yeah, I guess it's kind of cute, but like I can see how adults watching it with their kids when it came out, maybe it wasn't very fun for them to watch with their kids. The kids were fun to watch. For the I've, kids. No, for me. You think I've, so? I've watched The Sandlot in the last four or five years. I haven't changed that much in oh, this time God. period. And it's just, I, it's, they're so no, dumb. No, it's not a great movie, but goddamn, some of those lines are fun. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. That's The true. great Bambino. Yeah, but the, You're God. killing me, Smalls. But the whole fucking plot is so stupid to me. I that's can't what, get over how stupid the plot that's is. That's kind of why I love it is because for kids... I guess it doesn't matter, right? Yeah, I guess you're right. Well, no, for kids, that is like a thing. It's like, oh, fuck, there's this scary dude. He's got a scary fucking dog. I don't want to go in his fucking yard. I don't know. That makes sense to me. I feel like you'd tell someone or you'd knock on the door. You wouldn't be spending hours fucking devising. You can't tell your parents because it's the Babe Ruth ball. Can't tell your Look at parents. You, you're just poke. I, I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm saying it's actually not a bad. It's not a, now the I, kids. The, I mean, that's the. It's the whole setup I, for these stupid hijinks that these kids get. It's in. a solid like C. Okay. Oh it's my god. Okay. That's it's harsh. not great. It's not okay. We it's were not. We were eventually going to talk about the original Ninja Turtles. We're just going to forego that. No, the original Ninja Turtles is way better than the Sandlot. Okay, in I my would, opinion. Okay, I would agree with that. Yes. But I also would not put the Sandlot at a C. I'd probably put it at like a B, B minus. Okay. So you'd put it like one grade above me. And this I wouldn't the... call it. It's certainly not an A. No, no it's not an A. No, no, it's not an A. No. Now no. you will die. <laughs> <laughs> We've got like phrases on this show and they just are references to other movies. But uh, no, it's not an A. It's not a B. It's a C. Okay. It's a C and I wouldn't hate you if you called it a D. I'm putting myself out there. I'm going to be the guy this week who, if anybody listens, I'm going to get some shit. But yeah, I'm not, I, you know, and and let me be frank. This was never like my movie. Sure. You know what I mean? Like growing up, I've seen the Sandlot a bunch when I was a kid. Right. Yeah, it's fine. This was never my movie. So maybe that's the problem. I think I had a period of time where it was my movie. Okay. But you get older, you're like, oh, I discovered Star Wars. Yeah, that's true. Or I discovered Ninja Turtles or whatever the fuck it was. So there was like a year probably where it was my movie. I'm way more fond of that original Ninja Turtles movie. I love that movie. I mean, yeah, I love the shredder in it. I love. That depends. Do you like penicillin on your pizza? Oh, there you go. Yep. Yep. Now Turtles 2, not nearly as good. No way. No way. It's not even close. Uh, even though it has that actor you like as the pizza guy. The Asian oh, guy, I like him. Guy. I do yeah. like him. Eventually, we're going to watch Surf Ninjas and you're going to fucking That's enjoy right. it. Surf Ninjas. Um, now, do you have anything else that you watched? Uh, I don't remember if I finished or if I had started fin- Vinland Saga on the last review, but I'm just going to throw you're it out there again. It? I finished the the first season. Overall grade of the season. It's fucking awesome. It's so is it getting fucking, an A. It's so fucking good, dude. Is it getting an it's A? It's getting an A. Really? It's so fucking so good. So this is the best anime show that isn't like some older one that you had seen when we started the podcast. Yes. Since the podcast. Yes. Okay. Yeah. No, I fucking love this show. All right. 
Uh, where can people watch this? Amazon. It's on okay. Amazon Prime. All right. And it is uh, it's subtitled. It's subtitled. It's an anime about Vikings. It's got some real like actual historical shit in it, which is a little it's a little different for anime. I mean, they did the show back in um, uh, the 90s called Roroni Kenshin, which was sort of about the Edo period in Japan. Sure. But Japan dealing with sort of history in anime uh, outside of Japan is kind of unheard of. Interesting. So okay. the fact that they're dealing with, but it's still an anime. So There's I heard him a, say he, it's better than dark. Next topic. No, no, it's um, it's uh, it is still an anime though. Sure. Because like. There's a guy who can jump like 15 feet. Whatever. Who cares? You know, and I don't give who a cares? fuck yeah, because no, I'm like, that's... that's a badass like moment there. Well, it's a uh, representation of a badass guy who yes, cares. Right. Right. So I don't really. Ca- it's awesome. It's just fun. There's a dude. There's a dude who basically picks up a log and he's like, oh, like the guys are like, oh, they're out of like the enemy is out of uh, uh, arrow range. Okay. And he just takes this fucking log and throws it. And, throws it, he and can he's throw it farther than an arrow yes. can fly. He's well, he's the biggest fucking sounds, dude in the this show. This sounds unrealistic. I can't watch it. It looks oh, it's so good. I um, fucking oh man. Ah, oh, jeez, look at I you. Fucking lo- I gotta start it this over again. This is like again. me when I watch the host. I yeah. mean, I was fucking floored. I hey, loved hey. it. And they're Asians again. These fucking Asians. This Dude. is just getting unfair. <laughs> how good they are at making shit. It's really disturbing. I, I do wish that there was like an American cartoon that I could oh. get into as much as like Vinland Saga. That reminds me, by the way, uh, they there is a James Wan produced uh, remake of Train to Busan coming. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> and the guy who did the first Train to Busan is making a sequel. So that there's good news, too. But, OK, but yes, they are coming. These these bland bullshit remakes of good Asian cinema. People can't see me. But I could I'm see my an head. American remake of Parasite. I can like see it. I can fucking see it in my mind. And it's going to be infinitely worse. Yes. Right. Um, but yeah, anyways, the last thing I have is are something from the French. Sure. Marianne. So uh, I'm not going to say much about this because I don't want to spoil it for people. Um, I will just say that I am um, around the halfway mark of the f- the only season that's on Netflix. And last night, uh, me and the wife watched an episode that was so effectively well done that we both felt ill. Oh, it was fucking fucked up cool and it was amazing (laughs) (laughs) it was amazing this is a show where she uh is it has trouble like she wants to watch something light when the episode is over oh yeah because it's hard for her to like go to bed palate cleanser fuck and she watches horror shit i've been there so many times dude it is fucking it, it is fucking good uh the dramatic elements of it like aren't as good i would say as like haunting of hill house sure but as far as like really well done creepy fucking shit like it is fucked up i can't remember the last thing i had to watch where i had to have a palate cleanser before i went to bed but i do it has happened in the the last episode of marianne i'm telling you just watch the first episode just see what it's like everybody um there's a creepy ass fucking moment in the first episode. Every every episode has like a 
like a, a part that's like, holy fuck, this is creepy. Sure. Uh, this last one we watched, though, and I'm not going to say which one it is because I just want whoever watches this show to just go in completely blind. But it is from the mo- you s- they set up something, you know, it's coming and you feel sick because, you know, it's coming. And you don't know how it's going to happen. Hmm. You you don't have enough information to really be able to guess exactly what the circumstances will be. Sure. But you're sitting there just like, Ugh, and it's creepy as fuck. It's great. It's great. I'm excited to great. check it out. You should watch it. Yeah. And these fucking foreign th- people, we need to do an episode, just a message to people to not discredit stuff because it has subtitles. Absolutely. Because there's just too much good shit out there in the world. Yeah. I mean, if it, this is as good as you're saying between this dark and Vinland saga, I'm like, dude, some of the best shit I've yes. seen has been subtitled in foreign. Like, uh, yeah. And it, it's it's not OK. It's not going to knock your socks off, like I said, from like a dramatic narrative. Like to me, I thought The Haunting of Hill House was like a great yeah. story. Yeah. Uh, this one has a good enough story where you care about characters there the the main character especially is not a um it's not a like archetypical character she's got she's got like a you know you don't just love her because mm. she's the main character she's kind of an asshole so they do enough there but it's the fucking the fucking scares are i haven't seen anything like it in a long time mm. it's like it's like the conjuring type of scares that those movies are trying to do sure but it's well done you know all right yeah so there you go. Full-throated recommendation. This was a good recommendation show, apparently. Yeah, I think everything was a recommendation. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's the end of the episode. Uh, I We will not be recording next week. That's there will true. be no episode next week because I am on vacation. Me and my, uh, my, my newfound love, my beard, we are going uh, not in that sort of way. My actual physical beard that is on my face. I was going to say, it would have been great to just bookend this episode with, with the beard in that way. And, and then the, the beard, beard in yeah, that. And uh, the, yeah, right. You maybe, know. That's what we'll, maybe we'll do like a, like a Seinfeld episode. <laughs> we'll just title it The Beard. Hey, there you go. Right. Um, but, but you are going on vacation. I'm going on a vacation. A much deserved vacation. It's been a while. It's yes. been a while. So, uh, yeah. So um, we'll see you week after next week for, uh, I guess, the week of th- uh, Christmas. The third. Well, hold on. So next week we won't see. Oh, okay. So will you be back before Christmas? Right. Yes. You're going to go a week. Yep. I'm just okay, going a so week. I'm going to see Richard Jewell. That's going to be the movie that I will be coming with. Richard Jewell. Which one is that? This is the one about this guy who was accused of being a bomber. In oh, Atlanta. sure. The, uh, the, the Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood yeah. one. Right. And I didn't even know he was making a movie. And then like two weeks ago, they're like, oh, Richard Jewell. I'm right. Like, what the fuck? I don't know. I'm kind of. It's supposed to be his best movie in over a decade. Which isn't that hard, but. Because <laughs> right. I was kind of disappointed by the mule, but I yeah, and he's so not in this one, which I like too. Okay, that's good. We'll see. Oh, it's gonna. I don't know. Dude. I saw the trailer. I'm like, eh. it looks good. Eh. It look you fucker. Eh. It looks good. It's got my boy John Hamm in it. Yeah, it does. It's got uh, what's his name uh, from Billboards I... and uh, and uh, Iron Man Two. It's got uh, one dude of my from I Tanya. Actors. Uh, which guy from my, oh, the main, yeah, that's right. He's like the bruiser guy. I really feel bad that I can't think of, uh, what's his name from Iron Man 2. 
Uh, Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. Yeah. Thank you. He's one of my favorite actors. I, I love him. Yeah, he's, he's amazing. Great. He's great. But, but yeah. All right. Anyways, thanks for listening. Catch you on the flippity flip. <laughs>